When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. What's going on? So I got a question for you, Ingrid. Yes. Do you know what a BBL is? <laughs> um, I don't know if I know the uh, abbreviation exactly, but it's like basically a fake butt, right? It's like a big booty. A br- Brazilian butt lift. Oh, okay. Bra- okay. That's what it stands for. <laughs> Why yeah. did you ask me? <laughs> <laughs> because I just heard of it for the first time uh, this week. I was uh, one of my clients was talking about it. And was she getting advice on if the stars were telling her to get a Brazilian butt lift? <laughs> no, it was it wasn't for her. Uh but she uh she has clients in in the work that she does and and she has a couple that uh we were trying to figure out like which signs uh, uh are, are obsessed with butts? Well, or no, like <laughs> No, which signs are most like have the greatest proclivity to uh getting like or getting yeah like facelifts or yeah what do you call that like uh Uh work done you know yeah and so she said she has two clients i think she said they were both libra and they both have had brazilian butt lifts i would say libra would be one of those signs because they're really into beauty that's what she said too she's like you know libra's aesthetics and that sort of stuff chris's brother um Alex, he's yeah. a Libra, and yeah. I feel like he's very... He got a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the highlight of my life. <laughs> no, but he just is very into... He's very into aesthetics, uh-huh. and like his home always looks very beautiful, and his the way he dresses is very particular. Everything is ironed. Everything mm-hmm. is spot-free. Everything is brand new. Like, he's very into looks. Yes. That's so important to him. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, Kim Kardashian, she's a, she's a Libra. And according to my client, she's, yes, ob- he, she's like, any, any woman that has that small of a waist and that big of a butt, it's not real. You know, one of the women at work, 
she i mean she doesn't have the smallest waist but she does have like the biggest butt mm-hmm. her whole set is just her like somehow i don't even know if you call it like twerking but uh-huh. like her whole set is just like her butt bouncing around and i was like honestly in awe i feel like everyone was mesmerized by this girl's <laughs> butt and it's definitely her butt yeah are or, you sure yeah i'm sure how do you know because the thing is is like the whole thing with the brazilian butt lift is they take fat from like your stomach or you know your midsection and they put it in your butt so it is you uh it's not like uh you know silicone implants or anything like that with like fake boobs and that sort of stuff it's just moving the fat to a different part of the body i mean i could ask her but i feel like just her skin and everything looks very natural there's like dimples and stretch marks and yeah, but everyone has that but i feel like her skin isn't like so perfect where you're like oh someone just like implanted this here but maybe yeah uh, the reason why i was asking you is because i was like i wonder if ingrid works with a bunch of women that have had bbls okay i've seen that i know of i don't know if it's a bbl i'm pretty sure it must be a silicone implant and it looks like the absolute worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Although she's always showing it off. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it doesn't, it's not even like a smooth transition where you're like, Oh, I don't know if that fits your body. Like maybe you got something done, but it looks good on you. It's just like implanted on top of her butt cheek where there's a butt on top of her butt. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Oh my God. And she has the like utmost confidence about it. I was like, I thought she was going to be like, Oh no, I got this butt situation (laughs) implant and it went horribly awry i'm so embarrassed she said one little thing she's like i don't really like it from like the side but i was like bitch this is terrible this i'm sure her butt was fine before i was (sighs) horrified yeah but i'm sure yeah i guess other people might have them done but maybe it is the bbl where it's looks more natural i'm not sure i think it looks natural because i i've seen the implant the implant please dear god I don't know, just pay a lot of money if you're going to get that done because that one was just atrocious. That's what my client was telling me. It's like they just take the fat so it looks natural. and I mean, and it's fine if it doesn't look like... But it, like the process, she said, is like... I, I can't remember what she was explaining, but it's like you, you have to wear like this lift or something. You're like out of commission for like six months oh my god or, or maybe it was six weeks i don't know but it well, seemed I mean, really intense breast implants are really intense and a lot of the girls will come back to work before they're supposed to and i guess you're they put them in and then they're supposed to like somehow drop so they don't look like they're like next to your chin mm-hmm. but people will go back to work because you're not supposed to do any physical exercise for over like a couple of months mm-hmm. and then they don't drop so then they're just stuck up high on their chest because like People can't just afford not to work for months. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. When people get these body modification things, it's like a serious, a serious thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you get your tooth pulled out. You're fucked up. Like imagine like a deep surgery in your body. Oh my God. It's horrifying. It makes me really, I don't know, sad that people feel like they have to do that to themselves. I don't know. But I I mean, mean, I I guess if it makes them happy, then I'm happy for them. So. I mean, I have two girlfriends that love getting work done. Mm-hmm. They have their boobs done. They're always getting something on and their face done. And what are their signs? Okay, one is a Capricorn. Yeah. And then one is... Yeah, I don't know what her sign is. But both... I mean, both of them are very... See, my... The Capricorn makes sense to me. And both of them are not 
shy about it or embarrassed they're just like if I, I one of them told me if they had all the money in the world that they would look like a plastic bag mm-hmm. <laughs> and i told the other one that because it just kind of reminded me of her she was like oh my god me too i just love it like yeah. it just like brings them joy to that's I mean, that's why like, i think that it's the earth signs i mean it's I, like kind of like tattoos in a way but it's just a different form of it it's like mm-hmm. a way to express yourself you're like molding your body into whatever it is you think is beautiful yeah i think there's something to be said for accepting yourself as you are but also some people who are just less attached to their body i think are also doing the body modification where they're like oh who cares i want to try it i want to see what it looks like i want to do something fun Mm -hmm. it's like this like living in the moment and feeling like it's a a bit temporary and they're not worried about what it's going to look like later or Mm -hmm. i think it's more yeah that's why i think it's that it's Capricorn, Taurus, you know, because they actually want to see it and and see the difference. You know, it's, yeah, that's why What's it makes the, sense. Yeah, yeah the material, in- the earth, you know, it's like, no, I want to make my face look different, you know, because it has to look different for me to feel, you know, so I feel different or my body look different. So I feel okay. different. Maybe I can take a poll at work and see... Maybe you can tell me, if, yeah, yeah. you know, if we need to think about moon signs or what other aspects in there, but maybe I can take a poll and see where everyone's at for like maybe a bunch of different things, especially in like the beauty centered yes. world. Yes. That, I mean, that's what I was encouraging my client to do because she, you know, she works in the beauty world and, and, and there's like different sex workers that she has as clients and that sort of stuff. And I was just like, find out like, yeah, they're primal triad. Okay. The ones who've had work done, you know, I'm curious okay. to know. I love making spreadsheets, so this is my next spreadsheet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I told my client to do. I was like, you know, yeah, make a spreadsheet. She's got, you know, Virgo North Node. And so it's like, this would be good exercise for you to like make, you know, organize all this information, the, uh, the primal triad. And I mean, if you can get even deeper and if you knew the full chart, I'll do get their birthdays yeah. and give you their time passage stuff. Yeah. Get the, yeah. Get the date, time and place of their birth if you can. Yeah. And yeah, that'd be fun to dig into. I love this. Yes. Speaking of spreadsheets, uh-huh. I am working on another production. So spreadsheets everywhere. <laughs> and I just wanted to like report to you that I'm feeling much more grounded because it's, I mean, it's still stressful, but now I know how to do a lot of the things that it's not like out of my, my comfort zone where I'm just doing something for the first time. So I'm feeling really excited about it. Like there is a little bit of that chaotic energy, but I think I've become more organized and yeah, I'm just have acclimated to it and I don't mm. feel like I'm having a nervous breakdown. Good. Like last time you came over, I'm sure you could just see it all over me. You're like, what the fuck is going on, Ingrid? <laughs> What's happening to you? Well, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. You know, I mean, this is one of your natural gifts is being organized. And if you're not organized, that's when things feel chaotic. It's starting to feel very much like the restaurant because there's that chaos energy, limited amount of time, Mm -hmm. lots of things happening, multitasking. But yeah, now that I'm not new at it, it's starting to feel like I got this. I got this. Like They're like, oh, can you do casting? The first time I did casting, I wanted to fucking die. It was so (laughs) stressful. I had no idea what was happening. I didn't know the questions to ask. 
how do you even find people? So I did casting. I got hair and makeup person, um, helped with location and it all feels very manageable. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, like I could be a producer. Like I have produced some things, but this feels like this is for a Honda. So it's like, it feels like a bigger deal. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing like half the project. Yes. Like someone's doing the permits and everything like that, which is amazing because I've never done the permits and that seems like the biggest nightmare of all mm-hmm. and the most stressful part because if you don't get that, then you don't have a shoot and mm-hmm. then everything is for nothing. So at mm-hmm. least that's not on my plate. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, maybe I would be having a nervous breakdown. But yeah, I feel like I'm just learning a lot and starting to settle into this new world. Totally. It's like that moment when you first start working at the restaurant and you don't really know the menu backwards and forwards. You're not familiar with the computer. And so you go over there and you're searching for things. But then when you get to that point where it's like you don't even have to think where things are on the computer, Mm -hmm. your fingers are just going where they automatically know to go. And now you're kind of in that place. Yeah, you totally have that, that producer vibe you know, of somebody who can just get things done. So I think the more that you feel comfortable in this new role, then you are going to, it's going to be easier for you. Yeah. And then I was telling Chris like a couple months ago, I'm like, I don't think I want to do this. This is not a way to live. I'm literally having a heart attack. Like I thought I was having a heart attack or I was having like chest pains. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sleeping, but this time feels there's always a a lay of a level of chaos but i'm feeling much easier about it and i'm like oh you know i can i can do this this is not like out of my realm i'm not going to be up all night not sleeping like as i have more resources and get comfortable with them i think it could be a very good fit for me yes absolutely i mean a producer is like somebody i think who's like a leader of a group you know and so that's your north node of Aries in the 11th house. The 11th house is the group, the community, and Aries is the leader. So in order to for you to be a good leader, you need to be as organized as possible. And you're already, you know, great at multitasking, but sometimes you can feel a bit scattered. And when you feel scattered, it's because you're not organized. So the more organized you are, the less scattered you are, the more you can multitask and the more that you can lead with confidence. And I'm just thinking about the idea of feeling scattered and some people saying like, I'm a Virgo son Mm -hmm. and some people just feel unorganized. They're like, Oh, I don't have that skill, Mm -hmm. but organization is something you can learn. And also it's like this catch 22 when you don't feel organized, it just like becomes a snowball of chaos. So it's like having systems for things and learning how to be organized Mm -hmm. is something that I learned a lot from Chris Mm. and those skills are invaluable. So, you know, I am organized, but the more I'm organized, like the more I'm organized and then my brain is functioning better so I can accomplish more. Yes, exactly. When does this shoot? Uh, Monday. Okay, cool. Awesome. (sighs) Good stuff. Yeah. I'm feeling good about it. Awesome. So tell me what's in, what's in store for us. this Yes. So this week, it's the week of July 18th through the 24th. And before we get started, I do have a couple announcements. Astrology hub this week. I'm on the weekly weather, so listen in. And also Astrology and Love this Saturday, 
uh, July 23rd at 10 a.m. So if you're interested in learning about how you can improve your understanding of the language of astrology and apply it to your love life, contact me, Scott at The Weekly Transit. And also want to thank our sponsors, Deborah, Ross, Grace, Haley, Elizabeth, Clarissa, Janine, Vincent, Catherine, Stephanie, Kimberly, Lori, Carrie, Annie, Ross. Well, I already said Ross <laughs> and Amber. <laughs> so thank you for your support. Thank you very much. Yes. The more support we get from our listeners, the more time we get to spend sharing the planets and stars with you. We've been investing in trying to get these books printed. I'm trying to make sprays. We have a lot of other stuff in the works. So if you would like to support the podcast, if we're helping you navigate your life more gracefully, we would appreciate your support. You can go to the show notes on Spotify, or you can go to our Instagram and there's a support link there. You can donate a dollar, $5 or $10. Yes. Buy us a cup of coffee, you know, <laughs> so we can power through. Absolutely. We appreciate every little bit. And and also, thank you to everyone who, like, has heard the call from us in the last couple of weeks about please, like, you know, like us five stars or uh, rate us in a positive way, write a positive review. We really appreciate those of you who have done that. We've definitely uh, seen a difference in the numbers. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, one, it's amazing because it really helps the podcast to grow and get shared more. But also just reading the reviews just like warms my heart. It makes me feel like it's all worth it. We put in like a lot of effort and I think that's one of my favorite things to hear is like the, the really thoughtful reviews that we get. Amazing. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So getting into the week of July 18th, we're looking at Monday, July 18th, and we've got Mercury, messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication, and coordination, transiting through... The cardinal water sign symbolized by the crab, Cancer. In opposition to Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation, transiting through retrograde, the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat, Capricorn. So this is always a fun alignment, I think, because... You have Mercury, which is the guide of souls to the underworld, and then Pluto, which is lord of the underworld. So these two planets have an interesting relationship with one another. And they're also two of the planets that when you look at the symbols, they look very similar. They, they're all three of the root symbols, the circle of spirit, the cross of matter, and the crescent of receptivity. So... I always like looking at how these two are connecting with one another. And if you're wondering what those symbols look like, if you go to Amazon or the website, The Basics of Astrology, Scott goes over all of the root symbols and the signs, the aspects, everything's in there. Absolutely. Yes. And astrology is a language. So in order to become fluent in any language, you want to be able to read the language. So... This is the final aspect that the 
that Mercury will be making before it moves into Leo as it exits out of Cancer. So we've been working with this this energy of, of taking a conscious look at our past, at our our roots, our upbringing, our childhood, the ones who raised and nurtured us, our ancestors, and then connecting to Pluto, thinking about what it is you want to accomplish and achieve. Who are you as an adult in relation to who you were as a child? How can you transform your thoughts so that you're thinking of yourself and communicating from a place of greater maturity? When you bring up maturity, I'm just thinking Pluto, death of the old way of doing things, which can be scary. But when you have Mercury there, the conscious awareness, you know why you don't want to do things the way you've always done them because you are growing and evolving. So yes, how can you do things in a different way? Why do you want to do things in a different way? And letting old parts of yourself die off can be very scary, but this alignment makes it feel like it's for a reason. Oh, I don't want to do that thing that I've always done anymore because I'm growing and I'm changing and I'm maturing. Yes. Yes. Talk about that more, maturing. What What do you think the difference is between, you know, like how does somebody mature in the way that they speak or the way that they think? What What's an example of that? I mean, it's really hard to say because we can think that maturity comes with age, Mm -hmm. but I don't really think that's true. It can come from life experience, but that's only if you're actually learning the lessons. If you haven't learned the lesson, you are stuck and stagnant and you are immature. Right. So you can be somebody who's like, you know, 50 years old, but still acting like a child. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that sounds kind of negative. Like we don't all have the same timeline and we don't all learn the same lessons and the awareness doesn't present itself just because we're 10 years old, 20 years old, 40, 50, whatever. I'm not sure how we get the awareness, but when we do get it, that's when we actually begin to change and begin to do things in a new way. You can read all these self-help books all day, but Mm -hmm. until you're actually implementing these things in your life and realizing the gravity of not changing Mm -hmm. and being who you want to be by being able to make the uncomfortable changes. I think that's the sign of maturity is like doing the work, actually making the uncomfortable changes to get to where you want to be. Yeah. I think those uncomfortable changes come from taking responsibility for your thoughts and your words. And, and that can be uncomfortable where you actually have to say, yeah, I said that. I recognize the impact that that had on you. It affected you negatively. And I need to take responsibility for the fact that my words have power. And if I'm using them in a way that causes pain and suffering to those that I'm communicating with, then I have to take responsibility for that and adjust it and, you know, speak with, with greater maturity in recognizing that my words have power. And I think we can recognize it in others that we're close with, but we can also recognize it within ourselves by just saying, am I feeling and acting in a different way to whatever things used to trigger me in the past? Mm -hmm. 
if you're doing things in a different way now, then congratulations, you, you're leveling up. Yeah. It's like, I always notice like when I'm around my family and that's Mm. like the, the cancer energy, like when I'm around my mom or, you know, and and I I catch myself and I'm like, I sound like I'm 14 (laughs) years old again. Yeah. I mean, the other day my sister was just doing something that I didn't like her specifically to be doing. If somebody else would have done it, maybe it wouldn't affect me so much. And I kind of asked like, should I say something? Should I not say Mm -hmm. something? And in the end, you know, I'm not going to say something because I'm just going to accept her for who she is. Hmm. And I need to work on just, at least that's what I've been working on the last like two years is just accepting people for who they are. Mm Because the obsessive compulsive idea that we can change the people around us is ridiculous. The Mm -hmm. only thing we can do is change ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, like you, you act differently. Well, when you change yourself, then it encourages the other people to change as well without you telling them you need to change. It's just like the reaction that they have to you is different Mm -hmm. than the old way. And even in the past, my sister, we had a very like tumultuous period because I was always trying to tell her like how she should treat my parents and how she should do things with her kid. And I just felt like she wasn't doing it right, mm-hmm, but she mm-hmm. was doing the best she could. And after a while, I just kind of, I, I stopped doing that mm-hmm. as I matured mm-hmm. and she recognized it. And at one point she came to me and asked me for advice. Huh. And, <laughs> and then she even said, I know you've been like putting in the effort to not do all of these things and I recognize it, but I actually like do want your advice mm-hmm. on this. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants advice unless it's asked for. And mm-hmm. that was like a lesson for me. Cause I felt like I, if I helped enough, if I did enough, then things would be different and everyone would be happy. But like, that's not how it works. And now we have like a much healthier relationship mm-hmm. and we value each other's opinion. It's really nice to be invited. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to know what, what you think or how you feel about this. Because then it's like, you don't have to strain in your communication to that person because you know you're being heard. And people are only going to grow when they want to grow. There was like another incident with me a couple months ago. My boyfriend was like, I was trying to give him some food, like health eating advice. And he was like, I didn't ask you for your advice. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to tell me what to do. And I was like, for a brief moment, I just was like kind of shocked Mm because he was being kind of like, you know, rude, I guess Mm. in my eyes. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, I didn't react. And then I was like, Oh my God, I'm sorry. I am doing that. And I'm the one that's being rude. Mm. Him sticking up for his boundaries. Isn't rude. Me putting my opinion and trying to like force my advice on someone. Nobody wants that. Mm -hmm. That's tacky. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we all do it. It's just like a natural instinct to be like, Oh, I have the right thing to do. I know what you can do better. I know how you can feel better. But like, unless someone wants the help, just shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Cause now Mm -hmm. you're just creating like friction instead of a conversation. Yeah. And that comes from that immaturity, mm-hmm. I think. Okay, awesome, awesome. That's Monday, July 18th. Now, Tuesday, July 19th, we get some more of that frequency as the sun basically replaces the spot where Mercury was. So the sun is going to be directly opposite Pluto, just as Mercury was the day before. Well, Mercury slides into Leo. Leo's the fixed 
fire signs symbolized by the lion. So before we get into Mercury there, let's just, you know, talk about the sun being where Mercury was the day before. You know, it's like Mercury brings that conscious awareness that I need to transform the way that I'm communicating so that I communicate with greater authority, greater responsibility for my words. And now the sun moves to where Mercury was and brings that vitality, which is encouraging you to transform your identity in opposition to Pluto. So trans- So now I need to speak, but it's like I need to speak with greater authority, greater responsibility, but how do I embody that? You know, it's by my presence. It's not even by words. It's something that is that is nonverbal. It's just like a feeling. It's like, why? You seem so much more mature just in the way that you're standing in the room or feeling filling the space. Well, yeah, that mercury is in your mind. Mm-hmm. You have the conscious awareness, but then today you're just, yeah, you're embodying it. You are it. Mm-hmm. You don't, you're not thinking about it anymore. You're just doing it. Yes. You've, you have changed. Yes. Yes. So then there's mercury, which moves into Leo. So that's bringing that conscious awareness and connecting it to the heart. Leo rules the heart. And so are you speaking from your heart? Are you connecting your thoughts to your heart? Do your thoughts reflect your heart? And when you're speaking from your heart, you you do so very confidently, courageously. You're sharing warmth with your words. Now, the, the shadow side of this can be arrogance, where you are being maybe a little too forceful or proud with your words. So that's like, something... Oh. I've matured. I'm better than yeah, you Yeah, look now. at how smart I am. I the, my ideas are the best. So, if you if you've been mature, if you've done that transformation and you have matured, now you're recognizing that I don't have to brag about my thoughts. Be humble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when I'm called upon, people will listen and and that's because the I have value. Exactly. The reward is people feeling the change without you having to state that you've changed. Yes, exactly. That's much more impactful when someone can recognize it. Mm-hmm. Someone can recognize it as opposed to you announcing it and being like, oh, does everyone accept my new thing? Do they see my new version? Yeah, Which exactly. can be very Leo energy. Like, look at totally. me. Look what I did. Yeah. I'm so proud of yeah. myself. <laughs> exactly. So this is the a transit that's going to be occurring from today, July 19th, to August 4th. Uh, the last time Mercury was in Leo was July 27th through August 11th last year, 2021. So think back to those dates for clues on what could be in store for you this time around in terms of communication, coordination, conscious awareness. Uh, for those that were born with key astrological points or planets in Taurus or Scorpio, there could be some challenges with during this period, July 19th to August 4th, with Mercury transiting through Leo. So could be some bumps in the road there. Uh, could feel like your own sort of personal Mercury retrograde, uh, where things are just not aligning in the way that you want them to. You may be feeling a little more frustrated. So just be patient with your thoughts 
and with your words as well. Now, there's a fourth planet on uh, July 19th that we're highlighting, and that's Chiron, the wound and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, Aries. Chiron is retrograde. It begins its retrograde transit, which will continue until December 23rd, and uh, it won't move out of its retrograde shadow, which it moved into on March 25th. It won't move out of its retrograde shadow until April 15th of next year. So this, again, is like one of these thorough planets. It takes 50 years for Chiron to transit through the Zodiac, so it's doing its work to bring up uh, issues of insecurity that exist within you. And if you're curious to know exactly how this is affecting you, look in your astrological code. What key points or planets are between 11 and 16 degrees? Because that is the retrograde course of Chiron. It's moving from 16 degrees back to 11, and then it will move forward again. So where are you feeling insecure and what can you do to step into your your most self-confident persona, act courageously, love yourself, act authentically? And part of that helps with maturity and with recognizing what's in your heart. And if you're healing that wound to your self-confidence, then you're not going to be that like boastful lion energy Mm -hmm. that's like annoying and being tacky. Exactly. When you're embodying it, you don't need to be bragging about it. That's like the insecure part of you that's needs tending to. If that's the energy you have, then you definitely still have to work on healing your wound to your self-confidence. Because if you were self-confident, you wouldn't feel the need to brag. Exactly. Like a lion doesn't need to roar in order for you to know that it's a lion. No. <laughs> no. A lion can just be like sitting, chilling in the uh, in the shade, and you're like, whoa, holy shit, that's a lion. You know, that's... Don't fuck with that. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's not doing anything. It's just chilling. But that's the, that's the energy of Leo right there, where you don't have to roar and- to be recognized. And lions rarely are roaring. They're just wandering around the exactly. savannah. They're not usually, you know, when there is the moment or the need to, they will step up yeah. and let their, themselves be known if mm-hmm. they're not. But other than that, they're just, yeah, existing. Exactly. And they're quiet. And, they're, and, and you respect it. Okay. Wednesday, July 20th. We've got... The moon, the planet of emotions in Aries, squaring off with the sun in Cancer. So there could be some emotional discordance today. This is one of those days where uh, if you look up in the sky and you see the moon, it's going to be split in half. It's that half moon. It's one half light, the other half in shadow. Um, So, you know, what is going on? with regards to your emotions and your self-expression, your self-confidence. Maybe you feel this urge to express yourself, but you're not being allowed to, and so you might go off the handle. You know, this is one of those days Uh of really testing, testing the patience. 
Well, so what is the advice there? Because I'm seeing like the Aries moon energy that's like not thinking before your emotions. I mean, I guess it's not communication, but I'm thinking like you're just expressing yourself without like a filter first. And that could be like crying or yelling or just some sort of like uncomfortable moment. This is this is actually to me, <laughs> it's kind of a fun alignment because you've got the sun in cancer which is ruled by the moon and the moon in Aries, which is the sign where the sun is exalted. So it's like their power is swapped with each other. Uh, so there's challenges here, but I think like the, the way to go about this is to really recognize what you're feeling emotionally, be authentic about what you're feeling emotionally. If you try to suppress what you're feeling, that is when those explosions can come out. So acknowledge what's going on with you. And it may be tense, but it's not going to be as tense as if you're suppressing it and then it explodes out. So the other day I was having these little moments with my guy and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if this is a good fit. And I felt in the moment, I didn't feel very emotional about it, but I was like taking these little notes of the conversation and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. I think he's trying to tell me this thing about himself or that thing, or I don't know what's going to happen long term. And then like the next morning, I still didn't feel emotional about it, but I was waiting to leave and he was kind of busy and I was like kind of waiting for a hug or a goodbye. Mm -hmm. And I started getting impatient. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking about, it was just collective from like the day before of all the little notes I had made. And I was just like, okay, I get to the door and he like, I just kind of grabbed my bag and I was like, okay, I'm not going to wait around here and be like, I'm going to need you to say goodbye to me. (laughs) Instead of just saying like, Hey, I'm leaving. I want to say goodbye. I just, all of these little things built up and I got to the door and I was like kind of waiting for him to give me a hug. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Are Mm -hmm. you just not going to say goodbye? So then I just like turned around with my bag and like, was about to leave and he was like wait what's happening <laughs> and i like turned around and i was like obviously starting to cry and he was like i don't what just happened obviously something triggered you like what yeah what's going on yeah. and i was like well this was just a culmination of a lot of things from like yesterday you were saying stuff and this and that and then i thought you weren't even gonna say goodbye and he was like oh my god i knew it he's like i'm sorry i was just busy on the computer and like i was trying to finish something and i wasn't being very attentive or aware that you were leaving mm-hmm. Like, I didn't mean to make you feel like that. But of course, I was going to give you a hug. I'm like, okay, well, it didn't feel like it. And then mm-hmm. it was also all these other little things that built up to this moment of being mm-hmm. like, is this what? Then I like made something up in my mind about the not having attention for five minutes. It was more than just those five minutes. Exactly. It was, it was something that was, wasn't addressed previously yeah. that is built up. And all of a sudden, it's like, you never say goodbye to me. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> and then like... Then he asked me like probably like five or six other times throughout the next like day or two. He's like, oh my God, are you crying? I'm like, I'm not always crying. Like, I'm not crying. I'm fine. He's like, okay, I'm just checking. I don't want you to be crying. And I was like, well, I think the issue was that I felt all these things the day before. And that's what was kind of weighing on me. So it was just this one moment where I thought you weren't going to give me a hug. And all the other stuff was just lingering under the surface. I was like, maybe I just need to say things before they're an issue. Mm -hmm. And I also told him that he's always having a crisis 
and he's having a hard time and he's depressed. So I don't always want to bring things up because I don't want to make him feel bad. But then in the end, then there's an explosion because I'm trying to be like too sensitive to his feelings. Exactly. That's not really equitable. You know, it's not fair to either of you if you're if you're not expressing to him how you're feeling because you're afraid of how he's feeling. And then also in that moment of being like, okay, I guess I'm just going to leave without a goodbye. In my mind, I made up the story that he's not even going to care. And he's just going to like be mm. like, okay, I guess she's leaving. Yeah. Whatever. And instead he was like, no, like you can't leave like this. What's ha-? like, no, mm-hmm. no, this isn't happening. And he kind of wrapped up his day. I was like, you have work to do. Just we'll talk about this later. He's like, no, let's, why don't we go get lunch? How mm-hmm. about that? And I was like, you don't have time. He's like, yes, I do. I'm going to make time. I'm going to finish this thing. We're going to spend some time together. It's okay. Like, I don't want you to think that my interest level is less because of whatever other things are going on. That's not true. Yeah. That's like a story you made up in your mind based Mm -hmm. on like my actions, but that's, we got to figure it out. Okay. And so the story I made up in my mind, I think it was maybe last week. It's like our intuition yeah like my intuition was wrong because it's based on trauma that he doesn't care Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to make time for me and i'm too much that's your stuff yeah 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 so and that's you know and that's what's been going on with this cancer energy is you know (laughs) really looking in the past it's like why am i this way and he yeah. was even asking me that. He's like, what exactly triggered you? What was it? Because something mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was this because nothing really has happened right now. And you were able to articulate it to him? Yeah. We had a very long conversation. Okay. So we had ti- I had time to okay. get into all the, the Good. details. Good. He, he's very patient and o- emotionally aware when there's like a a moment which i like somehow forgot mm-hmm. in my moment of having a meltdown i was like yeah. oh he doesn't give a shit yeah and then you know we talked for an hour and then went to a lunch and the <sighs> the being in relationship is very triggering yeah even though it doesn't happen as often as i think it's happened to me in the past it's still there and it's still poking at my unhealed wounds that's it and sometimes you get in your head and you're like oh well i don't want to be triggered Fuck that person, because they mm-hmm. have triggered me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. That's but, what all relationships do. And the closer you get to somebody, the deeper they get into those uncomfortable places that you need to deal with. The little dark dark corners, the yes, cobwebs. Yes. Yes. Thursday, July 21st, we've got the moon again, which has moved into Taurus, and it's forming a conjunction with uranus the primordial sky god the planet of revolution rebellion innovation independence and the unexpected shaking up our relationship to the material our self-worth in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull taurus so the moon bringing its emotional sensitivity to our self-worth and being our emotions being shaken by uranus so you know this is one of those alignments where it's like taurus i always think about like bubble baths yeah but but like (laughs) good food and then well the uranus energy that revolution i think Mm -hmm. about 
rearranging my space or buying something beautiful for my home mm-hmm. am i worth spending money on this is like that impulsive amazon purchase right here <laughs> this is that that's what that's what this energy is really well i feel like it's i mean to me sometimes i feel like it's more than that maybe because i wait where do you always say my taurus where, where is it where well <laughs> You always ask that question, where's my Taurus? And I, I never word it that way. It's where is, well, where where's Taurus in my chart? Where, okay, where is Taurus in my chart? Where's Taurus in Ingrid's chart? It's in the Cancer? 12th house. Well, you're... Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> Is my Taurus in Pisces or is my Pisces in Taurus? Like, which one is it? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Oh my God, well, that's you, hilarious. Well, you always say I'm very sensitive to like my home environment and that's very important to me. Okay, so what we're talking about there is I always talk about your moon is in the second house and the moon is the planet of emotions. And the second house is associated with the second sign, which is Taurus. Okay. So this is why you have an emotional attachment to your material well-being, to making money. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking of. Yes. Whatever question I have to ask to get <laughs> but that. Taurus, but your 12th house is in Taurus. So that's that Pisces energy where it's like, I would say that your unconscious is very literal. And I think that's kind of like what you were describing with your relationship with your, with your man, you know, because it's like you, your unconscious, your dream world feels real. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's that Taurus yeah, I, I've like house in Taurus. made up whole scenarios in my mind and like had a breakup and cried about it and nothing had even happened. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? The, we just broke up. We like, didn't we talk did? for two like, days. What? I was, why, why didn't you just tell me you needed to talk to me? I'm like, I don't know. I, yeah, I had a story in my mind and it was real. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, we broke up. Wait, what? I didn't, you didn't know that we broke up? It's like. <laughs> Who who broke up with who? Like <laughs> you so, broke up with me in my mind, okay? And that's real. <laughs> it felt it, it felt real. Of course, exactly. But that's your twelfth house. The unconscious is in an earth sign, and the earth signs, like we were talking about the BBL. You know, it's like you to, want you want I, to see it. You got to see it. It's got to look. It can't just be in the mind. I got to see it. My face looks different. My nose, my lips, my, my butt. My ass looks different. <laughs> my ass looks different, yes. <laughs> Can we name this episode that? <laughs> How to transform your ass. <laughs> or my ass looks different, okay, yeah. I want my ass looks different. <laughs> my ass looks different, okay. Okay, so back to today. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm just Doris energy. The revolution in the home mm-hmm. of recognizing what what is important to you in your space? What is important to you in the material world? And do you have those things to be successful? Mm-hmm. Chris taught me a lot about investing in things that are important. Mm-hmm. Everything he buys is so intentional, whether it's an, a set of markers for art or a recording device or a new chair. 
he gets what he needs to succeed and he uses it all the time. There's never any, he doesn't have an Amazon purchase day Mm -hmm. where he just accidentally buys some shit he doesn't need. He's very aware of it where, I mean, I definitely have the tendency towards getting things I don't need, Mm. but I also don't invest in the things that I do need sometimes because I don't make it a point to make sure I'm investing in my self worth. Mm -hmm. Like he was the one who was like, you have to go visit Erica. You have to go on this trip. It doesn't Mm. matter how much money it is. It is important for your well being to maintain this relationship and have Mm -hmm. a nice trip centered around food and your best friend and you deserve it. You're worth it. Buy the fucking ticket. Yes. Was what, what are you debating about? You're worth it. So that's like, what are you spending your money on Mm -hmm. and how does it reflect your individuality, but also your emotions. Like I'm buying this because I feel good emotionally for for this purchase, but it also is something that that authentic that like reflects my individuality. Is that like what you're yeah saying? Yeah, yeah. And you know, maybe if I didn't value myself, I almost didn't buy the ticket because I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, I have to like save my money. Yeah. But, you know, taking a moment, make sure it's not that Amazon instant purchase thing, but is this going to actually invest in my happiness? Is this an investment in my emotions? Your emotional fulfillment. And when you're making those purchases in that way, then you're not worried about, oh, I've got to save four bucks and not get it the next day, those cents yeah. or whatever. And Yeah, it's important. And, I yeah. need it right now mm-hmm. to do something that I value. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. I mean, I, th- this is some, this is an awakening alignment. This is something that we experience every 28 days uh, as the moon has been connecting in this way with Uranus since it moved into Taurus, which was back in 2019. So we're, we're constantly getting these sort of little wake-up calls with how we spend money, how we get money, what we spend money on, how does that reflect my individuality, how does that affect my emotions. Friday, July 22nd, the sun returns home. The planet of light, life, and vitality returns to the sign that it rules, the fixed fire sign symbolized by the lion, Leo. So the sun is in a position of power now from July 22nd to August 22nd, as it is every year during this period, invigorating your heart, bringing vitality to your heart. The heart is the first organ that is developed in a child. The sun is the center of the solar system. Without the heart, we cannot live. Without the sun, we cannot live. So this is invigorating the core of who you are. What brings you joy? What's fun for you? What lights you up? How do you play? I was thinking this the other day, like how the the idea of play, what is that? 
I mean, my friend Meryl, she's a Leo. Mm-hmm. Chris, he's a Leo. Mm-hmm. They play all the time. Their <laughs> life is about play. Mm-hmm. But I have a hard time accessing what play really means. I yeah. feel like it needs to be function. It needs to be productive. It needs to be <laughs> useful. And so I think Chris, a long time ago, wanted to play like a game. He would call his family would always play it. And they're very theatrical and fun. And it was like the sound game. Like you make some crazy ass sound and then the next person just makes some weird ass, just whatever sound comes out. It's just mm-hmm. like so silly. Like you would do in your five. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I can't physically do that. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I feel too embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And I still struggle with like, what is play? And I was somehow, I was talking to my boyfriend about it and I was like, well, sometimes we'll like play wrestle. And he's like, that's not play. That's, that's wrestling. And I was like, but that's play, right? I'm like, I don't even know who else I like play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a challenging thing for the Virgo because the Virgo is about functionality. It's about work. It's about, you know, is this, are we being efficient here? And it's interesting because Virgo follows Leo. So Leo is about finding that play. And Virgo is about taking that play and bringing it into functional form so that we can make our work play. Interesting. Well, I I used to take a lot. Of, I used to do photography all the time for fun. Mm-hmm. That was something that just brought me joy. But then once I started making money doing photo and video, the idea of it being play has become a block for me mm-hmm. where I'm just like, okay, well, if it's not for money, if there's no purpose for it, then why would I do it? Mm-hmm. And I've, I don't really know how to fix it mm-hmm. because now anything that has become something that's work immediately, the fun, the play that went along with it is disintegrated. And mm-hmm. I kind of don't know how to get it back. Well, this is that time of the season where you're be, you and everybody listening, everybody on planet Earth is being given that energy of the Leo, where it's, how do we have fun? You know, when the sun is moving through a sign, we are all experiencing what it is to be that sign. And so this sun, the sun moving through Leo, gives all of us an opportunity to dip into what is joy in life. What is fun? How do I enjoy myself? It it even leaks into working at the club. Like I've always loved dancing. I always have had like a full length mirror, my headphones, the radio, or we don't have radios anymore. Whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. But just music and a mirror. That's all I've needed to kind of reconnect to myself. Mm -hmm. And when I work at the club a lot, Sometimes I'll be like on stage. There's people watching me. I have completely checked out. I'm doing whatever my same little routine. I'm looking at the TV, thinking about fucking something else. Mm -hmm. I'm not present. I'm not even having fun. I'm actually like bored. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And I'm just, yeah, incorporating maybe, at least for me personally, maybe going out and taking some photos or videos just because I love capturing things that are beautiful, dancing for myself by myself for no one else, but feeling the pleasure of connecting to music. Mm -hmm. So whatever that is for you, I don't know, but I have, I definitely struggle with now that I've make money off of my creativity or my dance. Like now it's only serves a functional 
money purpose and like the play aspect kind of gets pushed aside. So making time for the play, why I actually, that I did actually like doing it when I was doing it for free. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. You know, it, it starts with, well, the sun's in cancer that helps clear that past energy so that you feel safe and secure at home. Once you feel safe and secure at home, then comes the the fun. You you feel relaxed enough to play. <laughs> and then once you've done that play, then you can, when it moves into Virgo, it's how do I bring this play into work? But the trick for you, Ingrid, because you're already there, you, you've multiple times, you've turned your play into work. But then you have to go back and remember why you did it for free. Well, that's what, I mean, actually in this moment, the intention setting sprays that I've been working on, Mm -hmm. that's something that I used to do with my friend for us Mm -hmm. because it was fun. Whatever the crisis is were happening in our life, we pick the crystals, the oils, the whole thing, set intentions for what we want to call in on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And that was part of it. So the idea of this ritual, I wanted to really bring that into making these and I don't want to work on it when I'm just feeling like obsessive, like work mode. I really want to bring some passion to it and actually make it fun, fun. And (laughs) the whole point of the thing is that it was something that I would naturally be doing. So trying to capture that energy while I'm creating it, because I think that is an important part of why I'm making them is because it does bring me joy. Mm -hmm. So trying to keep that in this new thing that I'm doing. Cause, and, and so I guess this Leo energy is very perfect timing for me. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like I, I just only want to work in it when I feel inspired because I want it to be an inspiring project to share with people, not just like a, a work piece. Mm-hmm. And I think another note to add is like, get out in the sun, mm. spend time in the sun I love that. and you don't have to make money when you're doing that. You can just be out there and just, what do you feel when you feel the sun shining on you, the warmth? I mean, just that in itself brings joy. I got that just terrible thought. <laughs> that terrible sunburn that I had like two weeks ago was because I was just laying in the sun and it felt so good that I forgot mm. that I'm white as fuck and I need sunscreen. <laughs> it just felt so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you don't have to spend like multiple hours in the sun, but just it was go out it was there. like forty five minutes. It was okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you and me, like, we can last like fifteen minutes in the sun. So, mm-hmm. yeah, go out for like fifteen minutes, and then come back in, and <laughs> you'll be recharged. We've got to charge our little batteries. Yes. So, those of you born with key astrological points or planets, again, in Taurus or Scorpio will be afflicted by this sun in Leo. So it may feel like that sunburn uh, that Ingrid got, and you want to just really maybe power down in certain moments where you feel overwhelmed, feel okay, and just shutting it down and giving your body rest and time to recharge to get through these these difficult moments. Saturday, July 23rd, we're looking at Mercury again in Leo, uh, which is 
forming a trine, a, po- a positive aspect with Jupiter, the god of thunder, lord of justice, the planet of luck and expansion in Aries. So this is a fire, fire connection. It's a, it's a nice alignment to have just as the sun moved into Leo. It's really going to light things up even more, even more fire, even more energy, uh, maybe greater confidence in the way that you're communicating and speaking could also be that flip side, greater arrogance, uh, in the way that you're communicating. But, you know, on the, on the lighter side, you know, we're confident. We're, we're confident in our authenticity. Uh, confident in our future outlook because when you can be authentic, then you feel optimistic about the future. So really think about your future, what it is you want from your future based on what is in your heart. So the Jupiter in Aries alignment, that I'm thinking just not holding back and pushing forward and not th- not thinking too much about what you're doing just just doing it totally and yeah that expansion energy just yeah don't think just do don't think do follow your heart follow your instinct follow your impulse be honest be direct just go and then sunday july 24th Another planet we haven't talked about this week, Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. And we all thought we were done with that weepy cancer energy, but oh no. uh, Venus I'm be is. Yeah. <laughs> this is an Ingrid Cry Day. Uh, <laughs> crying in relationships, as Ingrid said last week. Uh, and it's squaring off with Jupiter. So, you know, this is kind of the trick that happens is like Mercury comes through in Leo and informs a trine with Jupiter. And it's like, I'm going to be confident. I'm not going to think Scott and Ingrid said, don't think, just do, just speak your truth, say your truth, act from a place of truth. And now I'm in trouble in my relationships. But I still think we're supposed to oh, say absolutely. the thing, right? Absolutely. Okay, no, okay. That, <laughs> that's part of it. You know, it's, it's the, it's the breathe in, breathe, breathe out sort of frequency it's like this is how the relationships evolve and and this is not like oh my god this is not like a terrible alignment here it's lady luck squaring off with the planet of luck so you know maybe it's more of something like expectations are not met but it's not the end of the world so exactly what i experienced <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like yeah. yes but but also in that moment of, you know, expressing myself, it was received well. And mm-hmm. even though it was a conflict, it was a personal growth moment for mm-hmm. both of us. He, yes. sh- he showed up, he nurtured my emotions, mm-hmm. we smoothed it over. So sometimes conflict is necessary to, to grow. Yes, absolutely. That's the point. Like, can, you the, know? can the relationship sustain conflict? Right. Yeah. No relationship is just going to be... I mean, at least I haven't heard of any where it's just, you know, rolling down the lazy river, uh, being super easy. It's like the strength is built through having those conflicts, having those disappointments, and then coming back from that. So, yeah, it's going to give you an opportunity to take an expanded look of, an expanded look at 
how you feel about your partners, how you feel about yourself as a partner. Why are you laughing, Ingrid? I thought you were going to say how you feel about your ass. <laughs> yes, it's going to give you an opportunity to take an expanded look at your ass and uh, see if you actually do need a BBL or not. Yeah, okay. I need everyone to report to me if they're getting one. I need to know. Yeah, right. And let us know if you've had a BBL. Tell us all about it. We want well, to know. <laughs> if you do have one, we need to know your primal triad, yeah, most importantly. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Do we have we have some questions? Yeah. Well, I uh, am running out of time today because okay. I scheduled, okay. scheduled a bunch of things. Yeah. Well, what, what a surprise. Ingrid has too many things going on at <laughs> once. So uh, we'll get to the questions next week. Well, thank you so much, Scott, for all your insight, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon, full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The weekly transit, 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 transit.